Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! Well, it's noon here in chilly Ventnor City, New Jersey, and I'm guessing it's equally as chilly in downtown Bethesda, Maryland. And this is, well, news that you can use from Car Edge with your hosts, Zach and Ray. And uh, yeah, once again, we're spending some quality time in my condo. I, I like it. You know, I, if I could figure out how to upload more pictures, we could spend quality time elsewhere. <laughs> Yeah, you should just on your phone, Dad, take some photos and other spots of the apartment so that we can move around. I think that would be quite fun. But one of these days we will do that. Um, happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday to you, Pops. How are you doing today? I I am well. You sound like you have a little bit of a cold, and I'm sorry to hear that. But hopefully, uh, like most colds, it'll either go away within two weeks or 14 days, one of the two. Yes, hopefully it does. I'm definitely under the weather and uh, struggling with that a little bit, but that is okay, Dad. We are going to start off today, and, and Miss Kimberly Klein is also feeling under the weather, thus yes. no Kimberly's Corner this Friday. We're going to start today's show off, Dad, with the Ford news. They had their earnings come out yesterday. Farley frustrated with Ford's earnings. Farley frustrated with poor execution as Ford loses $2 billion in 2022. Revenue... <laughs> I need a cough Much button. Better. Revenue yeah. rises 17% to $44 billion in Q4 for all of 2022. Ford lost $2 billion, though it achieved adjusted earnings before interest and taxes of $10 billion. So that's good. Moral of the story here, Dad, Ford is, uh, they've screwed up. They've screwed up on quite a few fronts. <laughs> and uh, these earnings are a uh, example of that. Yeah, I, well, you know, uh, Jim Farley's frustrated because, well, um, uh, things haven't, uh, they haven't figured out how to how to reinvent their business without uh, well screwing themselves, and uh, you know there's 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 levels of hierarchy and and the way things have been done for so many years that it's just very difficult for them to dismantle that, and uh, so they're not seeing the necessary savings that they thought they would see, and then and then their best friend Elon lowered yeah. his prices, lowered the prices on Teslas. And so Ford, feeling as if they need to compete, lowered the prices on many of their EVs, um, which means, well, they're only going to lose more money per EV that they sell. So it, it, it's almost as if they're in a no-win situation. I mean, they also are leading the pack when it comes to recalls. So we, we talk frequently about Ford's issues when it comes to quality control. So you have quality control issues. You have rapidly rising. I mean, just year over year in the fourth quarter, average transaction prices increased 10%. That is higher than any inflation we were experiencing. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a recipe for disaster. You pair that, Dad, with big pension um, uh, payments that they owed to their uh, past employees. It's like if there was ever a time, a moment in time for Ford to go from being America's you know number one love truck to their path to being something that, you know, was, was of, of years past. It kind of feels like Ford is going down that path. Ford could be a company a decade from now. We're looking at, Oh, I remember Ford. I remember Ford. It, it certainly looks that way. Dad, I saw a chart showing the trend of their year over year earnings, net income. Uh -huh. And it was like, if they did, if they do what they've done the past three years again, next year, they're going to lose like 
1.8 billion more dollars. Like it, it just doesn't pencil. Eventually, it doesn't pencil. And and they blamed a lot of this on their well, they're still having supply chain issues, and and yeah. uh, and they haven't figured out how to lower some of the costs. Um, my suggestion, based on the number of recalls they've had, and and so many of those recalls have been um, because of poor quality parts that are in the vehicles that if they reduce their costs any further, I mean, they might as well just make the damn vehicles with cardboard um, because I, I don't know how you can lessen the cost of the goods that they are utilizing in their vehicles and still have them uh, operate in the manner that they were intended to operate. It, it just, they, they've got some issues and let's face it, all 120-year-old corporations have issues. Uh, there are uh, processes and procedures and, and workflows that are in place that are entrenched that have been in place for a mm -hmm. very, very long time. And it's difficult at best uh, to be a CEO who is a, 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 a change artist um, to come in and, and actually affect the change that they need uh, and to I mean, do it in a timely fashion. Give Farley credit. He has gotten a lot of headlines. You know, he came out and he said, we're going, we're splitting up the business from uh, an ICE unit, an internal combustion engine unit, and an EV unit. And the EV unit's going to look different, feel different. You know, he came out and he did that. He's come out repeatedly and taken it on the chin and said, hey, we've got quality control issues. And that's the number one thing that we're trying to solve. Like he, he, I give Farley a lot of credit. He comes out. He's aggressive. He's ambitious. Maybe they okay. just need more time. That's pro exactly. Yeah. Maybe he needs more time. Like that's probably what it is. An enterprise this big, it's probably going to take him four, five, six years to really enact change. The issue is their competitors are flying right past them. I mean, even GM's earnings didn't look this bad. And GM still struggled. So. Yeah, but but GM, uh, you know, isn't in second place behind Tesla uh, for EV sales last quarter. Um, so, you know, Ford's struggles are a bit different than GM's struggles um, because Ford is much more heavily leveraged towards EVs. I'm not saying yeah. GM isn't, but I don't think that they've, I, I, I don't think they've committed to it quite to the same degree that Farley has um, and how that impacts um, uh, Ford and Ford's profitability. Um, and, and let's face it, we've all known for months and months and months that the cost of materials needed to produce battery electric vehicles keep skyrocketing, which means the cost to build these vehicles keeps skyrocketing. Ultimately, in many cases, it meant that the MSRPs of those vehicles skyrocketed. And then Tesla is forcing manufacturers' hands by lowering the base price of their vehicles. So Ford had the file suit. You know, it's just... I'm not going to say that they're not going to survive this because they will survive it. Uh, will it get rocky? Will it be a rocky road for a while? More than likely. Um, will will they they get past it and and become a, a profitable company again? I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, 
but it's just it's it's going to be ugly for the short term. That that's the sad reality. Yeah, but the other part of the stat is corporate greed. Okay, they have chosen a quality control process that relies entirely on shipping things that they know aren't great, but letting customers let them know. The yes. closest automaker to them in terms of recalls last year, they had sixty-five. The next closest was forty. It's not even close. Uh, yeah. The other thing that they've done in terms of corporate corporate greed debt is, you're right, EV prices, the MSRPs are going to be higher, the raw materials are higher, there's pressure from Tesla. Dead Ford sold 145 or 148,000 vehicles last quarter, or in January, excuse me. Yes. Um, and in January, Dad, 133,000 of them were internal combustion engine. Okay, so Cor- Ford's, Ford's greed is by jacking up the prices of F-150s, the average F-150 transaction price, is, is closer to $70,000 than it is $60,000. So their, their challenges are then exacerbated by the fact that there are EV competitors who can move more quickly, compete on price better. I think they're in a situation, I agree with you, Ford's not going to like go away like Oldsmobile, Oldsmobile did. Um I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if you have a new CEO at Ford in the next year or two. Like, he, how much longer? How much longer can Farley get away with having? Whoops, I was about to say that word. Having crappy results. I, I can't imagine uh, well, the board. Well, how, how long? How long has he been the CEO? Two years. Two yeah, and a half years. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, so they're they, they give CEOs enough rope to hang themselves, um, <laughs> but but they they also knew what they were getting when they made him the CEO. They knew that he was going to come in and fundamentally try to change their business uh, structure, how they do business, um, um, what type of vehicles that they're going to produce, what type of direction they want to go in. They knew that that was his makeup. Um, They're going to give him enough time to do it or at least try. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's not like an NFL coach. You know, where in, in many cases you're one and done. Um, you know, this this is this is a bigger deal than an NFL team. Um, it's For worth sure. a lot more than an NFL team. You know, so what do they give them? Three years, five years? But they'll give them some time. And if they if if after three years or four years or whatever it is, they they just don't see it panning out. Well, then they'll they'll admit the error of their ways. They'll eat whatever loss they have to eat and they'll bring somebody new in. That's how it works. You know, that somebody new could be you. Thank you, dad. Really appreciate it. We've got from Kayvon here, a thoughtful super sticker. I don't have any music queued up pop. So go for it. There you go. Kayvon. Thank you so much. Um, You know, I, 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 you know, you couldn't tell, but my hips are still good. All right. <laughs> Dad, we had another story that I thought was pretty interesting uh, that we should talk about today. Not sure if you saw it, but the Sony Honda. Yeah, the alliance between Sony and Honda. Vehicles might end up competing with dealers, not only Honda dealers. There may be several opportunities. Just to read a quote here, you've got that in the U.S., the new EV venture may also look to brands outside the Honda and Acura dealer networks, including retailers from rival automakers. Quote, not only Honda dealers, there may be several opportunities. The CEO, I don't want to mispronounce Mr. Mizuno's name, uh, of Sony Honda Mobility Inc. said about plans for um, an after-sales network, quote, it might be that it is the best way for the customer. Rethinking retail, even if it means disrupting relations with franchise dealers, exemplifies the nothing-is-sacred mindset of Sony Honda Mobility and its quest to reinvent the auto business. So talk about headwinds, tailwinds, Dad. Another thing Ford has been pushing, hey, we 
you know, the way that we work with our dealer, Grotti, it's going to change over the next couple of years. Here you go, Honda. They're sending some, uh, some, uh, you know, some shots across the bow of dealerships saying, hey, things, things could change. Yeah, but the difference is, the difference is, is that the Sony Honda EV setup is a completely separate company from Honda and Sony. Okay, it is a brand new company. Uh, uh, the Mr. Mizuno was a big yeah. shot at at Honda for years, and resigned his position to take the position as co CEO of this new joint venture. Um, and I believe the 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 name of the vehicle is the Ophelia, Ophelia, of you know, and and Bella. Uh, whatever, but I'm I'm thinking that Honda dealers and and Acura dealers are going. Uh, uh, we feel you. We we don't like <laughs> what we feel you, <laughs> but we feel you. Um, yep. You know, uh, Honda dealers and Acura dealers just took it upon themselves to assume that if there was this joint venture, and which isn't really necessarily a joint, it's a new company. Um, yeah, yeah. The, you know, these dealers just took it upon themselves. Well, this will flow through Honda Acura. Not necessarily so. Um, yeah. You know, is that a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. Will there be fights among Honda Acura dealers with the good folks at Honda and the and the good folks at the Sony Honda uh, uh, group? I, you know, I suppose. But. Let's face it, if somebody's trying to figure out how to change the automobile in the retail automobile industry, um, which we're advocates of seeing change in that, um, then at some point, these new businesses have to stand up and say, it's not like it used to be. You know, um, we're thinking that to broaden the network for the customers. It's not just going to be Honda Acura dealers. It could be Honda Acura Ford dealers. It could be Honda Acura Volkswagen. Who knows? Um, yeah. But but the network structure has to be there to to uh, make life easier for our customers, not necessarily easier for our dealerships. And so as we have one step forward, like a progressive initiative like this from from the new Honda, Sony. Corporation, we also have two steps backwards, Dad. Shift Technologies shedding their East Coast stores. The retailer said its store leases, inventory, and related assets in Richmond, Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, and Tampa, Florida will be, quote, assumed by a local dealership group. It did not disclose the name of the group. So while you have this push, whether yes. it be from the OEMs or whether it be from startup companies like Shift and Vroom and Carvana, you also then have stories like this where these businesses now facing significant headwinds, significant challenges are starting to liquidate assets. And, and to be clear here, what we're seeing with Shift, the smallest of the Shift Vroom Carvana trio, wouldn't yes. be surprised if you see it with Vroom. We think it's already happening with Carvana. We just haven't seen headlines from it. So it is interesting, Dad, to juxtapose the news from Honda Sony, big ambitious things that could take decades to actually enact, big ambitious things from Jim Farley about the evolution. And then you've got stories like this where Shift, big ambitious technology company they're actually selling their assets back to a dealer group well that that's because the sad reality is if if you don't have the perfect storm of covid and people having to stay in the house um 
then retail, digital retailing of automobiles doesn't make quite as much sense. Okay. And so Carvana had been in the business long enough so that they could see, you know, exponential growth during that perfect storm. And now, you know, they're kind of falling back to earth, but they've been around long enough that, that they should be able to survive longer than a shift, which was an even newer company. Um, and it, it, as it turns out, trying to do what they do just when it isn't a perfect storm doesn't pencil. Um, no. And the same, and the same can be said for Vroom. So it could, it, it could be in the not too distant future where these digital retail platforms uh, that that became so popular in, in 2020 and 2021 and part of 2022, the earliest part of 2022, it could be in the not too distant future that none of them exist, that it proves that during certain circumstances, it can potentially work, but during normal circumstances, it won't. And it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it you know cars are the are the type of thing that you really need to look at it and drive it and 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 inspect it and get a pre-purchase inspection done before you click on a button that says buy it okay um because no two cars drive alike uh so that how do you how do you just look at pictures uh, read the description. It's not a pair of shoes, damn it. Um, yeah. And 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 say, yeah, I'm I'm going to hit that buy button. Uh, no, no, you you need you need physical locations where you can go and you can test drive these things. You can look at them. You can you can inspect them. Yeah, you, you know, I'm not saying you need necessarily to negotiate. I mean, if the price is the price, then the price is the price. But it's it's not. It's not like buying a set of glasses off of Amazon. Uh, drinking <laughs> glasses, folks. I'm not talking eyeglasses because I wouldn't buy those off of Amazon. But, you know, there, there are certain things that, that require you to actually go to a store to look at before you buy it. Just yeah. in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year there are no digital uh, retailers of automobiles out there anymore. And, and and I see where Igor says, well, CarMax will live on, but CarMax isn't necessarily a digital retailer. They have always been a brick and mortar store. They're, they have these huge super centers. Um, and, and, and so it, it's, it's a brick and mortar type of thing with non-negotiable prices as opposed to a digital platform where we're just going to show you pictures and you hit a buy button and the car shows up at your house. Big difference. Yeah. yeah completely agree with you, dad. It will be interesting to see. I wonder what dealership group is taking those assets. Uh, they'll have a lot of new inventory in the not too distant future. Pops, we had a thoughtful contribution come in from Bredo. Thank you for that. Ford could lower costs and increase profit by producing ice cars rather than unwanted, expensive globalist EV crap with no range or infrastructure. Uh, very opinionated. We understand where you're coming from with those opinions. That being said, yes. I do think there is underlying getting past uh, the, the tone here. There's a lot of truth to that, Dad. Investing in new business lines is very expensive and very challenging. Yes. yes. You've got to imagine that Ford is telling the story of we are investing in the future 
20 years from now. We are not just maximizing profits today. I guess that works. I guess that works. I, we'll see 20 years I, from now. I, I get what they're saying, and and I get what Bredo's saying. But truth be told, the number of people who have put in orders for their electric vehicles is so overwhelming that they can't produce enough of them to meet the demand that was there. That's true. Okay? True. Um, so if you were to order a, a, a Lightning today, it, it might take you a year or a year and a half to get it. People who ordered um, vehicles two years ago are still waiting for some of those vehicles. Uh, you know, if they, if they have 200,000 reservations for some of their, their EVs and they only have the capability of producing a hundred thousand, I mean, they've proven that there are people that want them and there are people that will buy them. What they haven't proven is that they have the capability to build enough of them to satisfy yeah. the initial demand. Now, the problem could be if they did that, they might only they might be the only two hundred thousand people that wanted the damn things to begin with. <laughs> and yeah. and so it could yeah. turn out that that there's not much of a market for them afterwards. I don't think that would be the case, but yeah. You know, I, I think I think most of your manufacturers are putting too many of their eggs in the EV in basket, basket yeah. for the time being. Do I think EVs are something we're going to see more and more of going forward? Absolutely. Do I think it's going to reach the percentages that they projected by 2030? Absolutely not. Um, so... Uh, yeah, and it's basically a startup business, so it costs more to do that. So yeah, yeah, most, definitely. Is your you're investing from ground zero? It's going to be very expensive. While you're also trying to pay all these legacy expenses associated with your traditional business pension. Yes. yes. Yeah. Tricky situation. Dad, we've got from Kali. Just came out of my meeting with management. We just sent five cars to the auction to fire sell them. Floor plans are killing our used inventory. Happy Friday. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> this insight. Thank you for that, yeah. Mario. Um, can't be too surprised to read a comment like that, can you, Pops? No, not at all. And 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 those are smart dealers are doing it now. If they if it was an even a smarter dealer prior to sending those cars to the auction, excuse me for a second, prior to sending those cars <laughs> to the auction, maybe they should have had a fire sale for them on their lot so that a retail customer could have picked one up and perhaps they could have mitigated whatever loss there was. Why by uh, by running them through the F and I office and seeing if they could have a arranged a loan for them or b sold them some products in in the F and I office to mitigate those the loss that they might have taken. So you know maybe if it was time to get rid of them, I would have given them an extra ten days and 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 you know really reduced the price of them on the lot and seen if perhaps you could have found a a retail customer for it. But it doesn't That's surprise me. Yep. We got a question here from Joe. Can you explain why sometimes you're in Ventnor City and sometimes in Bethesda, Maryland? Uh, well, because the businesses' offices are in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, my my condo is in Ventnor City. I am a resident of Ventnor City. I prefer Ventnor City. I realize that our show 
and our videos work best when Zach and I are literally side by side. Um, and I tried my best to continue doing that. But I hate Bethesda, damn it. I hate living there when I live there. Um, and and so when my kitchen remodel was completed, I, I broke it to Zach and the team gently. Well, maybe not gently. That I was going home. I wanted to go home. Uh, I'm 71 and a half years old, and damn it, I, I, I should be where I'm happiest. And I love, and I would continue to love to be able to work by my son's side on a daily basis. But for that to happen, he'd have to move to Ventnor. Uh, <laughs> Good to know, Pops. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't see him doing that. Um, Not anytime but, soon. No, no, unless you retire young. And I don't, and I don't see that happening. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. We got a weird dynamic going on in the super chat. Mr. Fridays yeah. is taking shots at Bredo, and then Bredo is embracing that by. Yeah. Generally, I don't like this. I don't like yeah. that people are, are are like taking shots at each other in the chat. Don't mind the donations. Yeah. Don't yeah. mind the donations. So I I feel neutral on that one, Bob's. <laughs> well, I we do appreciate. We do appreciate the donations that we do. Um, we would appreciate if if we there weren't wasn't any name calling or anything associated with the donations. Um, but you know what I, I learned a long time ago, we can't control what other people want to say or do, um, even though it, it would be nice if we could. Kayvon says, wow, you're 71. Uh, thank you, Kayvon. We appreciate you always being here. And yeah, my dad is 71. Here, I'll give you full screen for a second, Pops. You look great. Well, thank you. Yes, I'll, I'll be 72 in May. Um, and so, yeah, I, I figure, you know, I, I had this conversation with my neighbor, Jay, who who Zach knows. And Jay thinks yeah. very highly of Zach. And, and I believe Zach thinks very highly of Jay. And, yeah, and I, and I said to Jay, I said, if, if life is like a football game and, my and, father, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Jay is 75 and each quarter has 25 years, you know, we're, we're both pretty much entering the fourth quarters of our lives. And why not when you're in the fourth quarter of your life, why not put all the crap behind you that aggravates you, that drives you crazy, um, and and just cast it aside and just enjoy the rest of the time that you have in that fourth quarter of your life? Um, you know, if you're 35 and you, you, you've got a long time to go, then, you know, take on all the crap and all the frustration and all the aggravation that comes with it. But at a certain age, it's just time to say the hell with it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put up with that anymore and put yourself in a position to enjoy yourself. So that's, I guess, one of the reasons why I'm here in Ventnor. I enjoy it here much more than Bethesda. I love it. I'm happy for you, Pops. I, well, I think well, you, uh, you have a great mindset about it. We had a thoughtful contribution come in from Robert. Thank you, Robert. Free content from Car Edge, of value to us in Canada. Looking forward to Deal School 3.0. Wish some other services available to us in the Great White North. And likewise, Robert, we uh, we want to be able to provide more services 
up in Canada. Hopefully at some point this year, we'll be able to prioritize that and get things in place for you. We had from Mr. Friday's dad, another thoughtful contribution. Ray is going to outlive all of us. It We were having, you and I had this conversation yesterday. It's like, why are you the healthiest one in the family? <laughs> like I'm going to physical therapy, Garrett, whatever. We all have our issues. I, I, like, you're may, healthy. May I relate one story to you? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Back in the early 80s, when your mother and I got married, and I was, you know, deeply in the car business at that time, uh, didn't eat well, drank a lot of coffee, smoked a lot of cigarettes, ate a lot of pizza, cheese steaks, nothing good, okay? And didn't yeah. really exercise. And your mother and I, we were at the Hamilton Mall in Mays Landing uh, outside of Atlantic City. And it was a Sunday and we're walking through the mall and they're doing free cholesterol screenings. Okay. So we go over, we let them do whatever it is we're going to do. They say, Hey, we'll have the results in about an hour. So we walk around for an hour and we come back and yes, our results are ready. And, and your mother's cholesterol is elevated. Okay. And then they give me mine and mine is like, below normal okay and and your mother just looks at this person this young lady that's giving us the information and she says how can that be do you have any idea what kind of <laughs> my husband eats he eats nothing but crap all day long um oh, and so Going back to the early 80s, for the life of me, I have no idea how I was so blessed to have way below normal cholesterol, both good and bad. Um, didn't exercise, ate nothing but crap, uh, smoked too many cigarettes. I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, it pissed your mother off. I, I kind of chuckled. Um, and, you know, as it, well... As it turned out, your your mother eventually developed lung cancer, and 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 passed away from that. And you know, if if that should have happened to one of your parents, it should have been me. It should have never been your mother. She exercised. Yeah. She did yoga. She ate well. She always watched what she ate. Uh, it, it just you know, there's it. We all have expiration dates. We just don't know when they are. It's just that simple. And your mother's was much too soon. Yeah, for sure, Pops, for sure. I'm so glad that you're happy and healthy, though. Um, and, of course, thrilled that we get to do this together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, and, and I promise I'll come back to Bethesda next month and I'll spend a week there and you and I can sit next to each other and, and we can do all this nonsense together. And then I'll do that another for another week in 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 march and another week in april and Definitely. then i think you're done with me <laughs> at least through the summer <laughs> then i'll come down to visit you at the shore for the summer okay hey, let's call it a show let's call it a okay. show we'll be back uh probably tomorrow night on the main channel let's see how i'm feeling if i'm feeling okay. sick we're probably not gonna have a show but if we're if we're feeling good we'll have a show otherwise we'll be back on monday won't we pops We'll be here Monday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from 
uh, courage. And my hope is, my hope is that you're feeling well enough so that we can we can uh, do a show tomorrow night, and perhaps maybe we can review some deals and 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 answer a lot of questions in the chat tomorrow, if we could. Yeah. I, I I would I, I would I would love to spend a, a good part of my Saturday night doing that with you and the good folks who watch. Yeah, I think that sounds great, Dad. Thanks so much. Well, thank you. Feel better, honey. I love you. See you guys. Thanks, Dad. Yep. Love you bye too. bye, everybody. See you back here Monday. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See, See you soon. soon.